Welcome to Shadow Dominatrix, the podcast. I'm your host, Lois St. Germain. On this show, you can expect to learn all about what makes you tick as we use human design, shadow work, and step into the taboo dom sub world to answer the inner call to become a turned on, unfuckwithable woman of wealth and personal power to become a shadow dominatrix. I promise you it will be liberating, spicy, and certainly kinky, but one thing it will never be, and that's vanilla. Welcome back to another episode of the Shadow Dominatrix podcast. And this week is going to be a little bit different because it's just me. No alter ego. Um, I have been in deep, deep contemplation about a lot of things, (laughs) but especially about my message, how I'm speaking it, what you're hearing, what I'm able to convey. And to be honest, I just recorded the whole podcast about this, but it was, um, well, we'll see. (laughs) It was a little bit uh, mechanical. And I want you to really get what I'm saying. We, you, have to stop claiming identity through the shit you've experienced. I know how much we love to wrap ourselves up in our own shit or martyr ourselves as we claim it um, as our identity and we become victim to it. We have to learn how to separate ourselves from our challenges, our um, shit, like just all of the overall things that we experience were never meant for us to keep them. They were meant for us to serve them. And what I mean by that is, we go through something traumatic, right? Little T traumatic, big T traumatic. And we make it mean that's who we are. And we get caught up in the commiseration over our battle scars. We grip them tightly as we tell the story over and over and over about what happened to us. And we fear that someone is going to take that story away from us. When in fact, we should be freely giving that story to someone else. Because it's not about becoming the thing that nearly broke us. It's about how we overcame the thing, how we responded to it, how we fortified ourselves after it. Because these battles, these challenges, these obstacles aren't meant for you. They're meant to be received through you. 
You're here to serve the collective. We all are, but we don't get to decide how or when. All we, our only job is to find uh, our way back to ourselves from each experience, from each traumatic experience, traumatic um, event, whatever it is. That's what creates your message. That's what creates your medicine. And it's in the way that you respond to the battle that makes you stronger, not the difficulty, the, the experience itself, right? When we talk about um, trauma makes me stronger, or this is making me stronger, that thing isn't, <laughs> that thing is trying to break you. What makes you stronger is your response to it. How are you going to separate yourself from what's happening? How willing are you to face now all of the dysfunction that you've created as your survival mechanism in order to avoid it, hide it, exile it? And how willing are you to break all of those down, all of that protection, all of that dysfunction and take responsibility for your own safety without it, right? Think about how we avoid any of um, any experience, right? That we don't feel safe enough to face. We overeat, we overspend, we overdrink, we overfuck, we overscroll, like we over everything. And the question is, can you operate from a place that doesn't require any over any anythinging? <laughs> is that even a word? Anythinging? It is now. Um, our mission, like our purpose here in Earth School, isn't about enduring difficulty. It's about how effectively we can rebound from it from and create a separateness from it. It's about the way that you fortify yourself after. It's about how you allow yourself to be humbled, humiliated, embarrassed, and fall on your face over and over and over. This is what creates the safety within you, your willingness to allow. And it took me 50 years to figure this out. So, you know, I'm no quick learner here, no quick study. It took me 50 years to see how I was participating in my own pain, how I saw myself in the struggle, not separate from it. Or I guess how I saw myself as the struggle and not separate from it. 50 years to finally see the difference between failing and being a failure. My go-to safety blanket has always been overspending, especially when money was tight. Like this was my dysfunction. And I knew consciously that it didn't make sense. 
but I couldn't help myself as long as I wasn't separated from it. As long as my identity was attached to it, my bank balance was a was my identity. And until I figured out that that wasn't true, I couldn't detach from it. I couldn't heal from it. I, I couldn't do anything from it except remain victim to it. We are gifted difficulty, not for the difficulty itself, but for what is reinforced with us as we find solutions for it. Now, last week on the podcast, we talked about circumventing difficulty. And this is exactly why I started speaking about it last week, right? Circumventing difficulty equates to never finding a way to feel safe in our bodies, never having a regulated nervous system, never creating a level of self-trust or self-worth that you can count on no matter what. And this earth school, right? This life can be cold and heartless. It can be amazing, but it can be cold and heartless because this life will sit and watch your dream die within you. It will watch you waste your message because of your fears. And I don't know about you, but I've got a lifetime of shit that can serve people. The question is, do I have the capacity for it to be received from me? I've been practicing receiving um, for about a year now because I was a terrible receiver. I was a great gifter, but if anyone tried to gift me something, I could not receive it. It, I did not feel worthy of whatever they were giving me, or I believed that it was reciprocal. And by accepting someone's kindness or someone's love or generosity or message, that if I accepted it, that meant I needed to reciprocate and I didn't want to. So therefore, Enneagram 8 here, I blocked everything off and I wouldn't allow myself to receive and which caused me to overgive because we have to be able to receive. It's part of who we are. And the gift is in the giving, right? We actually receive from our giving. So while I was overcompensating in that area, if someone else tried to give me something, I blocked it. What I've realized is through that blocking of receiving from others, that turned into you, you, the collective, not being able to receive me. You could probably receive it. I just couldn't allow that within my own body. It didn't feel safe for you to receive me and my message. And 
I know that my message that this doesn't always come through me as clearly and as simply as it could. And sometimes you don't get what I'm trying to convey. And you definitely might not get the lightness and playfulness that I love to use through my alter ego. But that doesn't stop me from saying it. And maybe you feel like this too. Like you have something inside of you. You have a medicine that some people need, but they're not hearing you yet. And I want to offer that this is probably 99% positive on my side, that this is because you don't allow yourself to be received by someone else. And I want you to remember this. If you don't remember anything else, it's not your job to determine when or how someone receives it. It's your job to become a better deliverer of it. It's your job to become a better leader of the same message. Because leaders lead regardless of who follows. Leaders lead regardless of who follows. My ability, your ability to be received is in direct relation to your capacity to be honest with yourself. It lies in your capacity to take radical self-responsibility for your response, for your fortification. It lies in your willingness to face your dysfunction. It lies in your ability to see your external world as a direct reflection of your internal world. And someone once told me, and someone reiterated it very recently, that the only toxic relationship, the only dysfunction that there is, is the relationship that we have with ourselves, And everything else is just a reflection. And I'd like to say, or I'd like to say, I hate to break it to you, but I don't really hate to say it because I'm here to break it to you. Whether or not your life is a mess, it's chaotic, it's lonely, it's broken, or it's more than you ever dreamed it could be. It's all a reflection of how you see yourself. And the only way, the only way to change the external is to change the internal. The only way to peace is through responsibility, radical self-responsibility. So just like it was for me, it's now for you time to get over yourself. This has never been about you. If you have a big dream or a big purpose or something you feel inside of you that you know is meant to be heard, you're never going to fulfill it playing small. And every time you make this life about you, that's what you're doing.
you're limiting your ability to deliver the message you're here to deliver. You're blocking people from receiving you. It's about them. And this is why I talk about dominance and submission so much. Because in a pure state of dominance, you are not thinking about you. You are 100% tuned in to what is happening with the person on the other side of this exchange. And I'm going to tell you, if you can't be good with you, the universe, God, source, I don't care what you call it, can't use you. Don't let life watch the dream die in you. The next time that you look in the mirror and you see a face lined with battles fought, ask yourself, who else could these lines guide? Whose map could your life be for? And that is it, my friends. I hope you hear what I'm saying. I see you. I love you.